Well, as I mentioned, Sunshine in Paris, not in the Tab Everest, suffered an injury, not serious. Giga Kicks, not in the Tab Everest. So you've got slot holders looking. I don't think they have to look too far to Queensland. Do they, Rob Heathcote? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Steve. Where do we sit with an Everest slot with him, Rothfire? Um, nothing happening at this stage. Um, I, I, I've had an inquiry. That's all it is, because look at the end of the day, I'm, I'm heading down to Melbourne now. We've got Rothfire running in the Moya on Friday night, and you know, there's a suggestion that we may. We may go to the, the Everest if, if the opportunity arises, but a lot of water to flow under the bridge. Nothing, absolutely nothing's been signed and nothing's been agreed on. But, yeah, and, and um, an effort was made to get in touch with him. We'll leave it at that for the minute. Well, let's be honest. If, if he wins on Friday night, it's obvious he'll be in. And even if he runs a brave second to, say, Imperatries, you think he'd be an obvious selection, given she's not going there and it's starting to fall away a bit. Yeah, it is. Um I think that, that for me, the most important thing, bear in mind, the last few years they've all been run, or the majority of the Everest have been run on bog tracks at, at Ramwick, and Rothfire doesn't like a, a seriously wet track. So the fact that the, the weather is fine, he's come back in fantastic order after a you know, really good winter carnival. He's probably as healthy and as, as fit as I've ever had him. Um, and he ran a super race uh, behind the Imperatries, and, you know, Friday night we'll, we'll tell the story, I feel. It's interesting, isn't it? And I thought it was a very clever ride by Blake Shin because if he had a drawn better, he could have sat a lot handier, but he elected to take the sit, and he was back as Sarah Des, one out and two back, and everyone talked about Giga Kick going early. Your horse wasn't far behind. He had to go. Blake, <clears throat> the first thing he said when he came in, he said, look, I apologise, guys. Uh, I had to go when I did because otherwise Willow would have... Um, you know, probably blocked me in and, and eerily similar to what happened to us in the uh, the Moria Stakes this time last year when Willow took off her on, on Bella Nipotina and, <clears throat> and held Rothfire in and we never really got out. And he ran a nice fourth or fifth being strong late, but he got held up at a crucial time and Blake was smart enough to realise that and got out and, you know, Rothfire does what Rothfire does. He he was so tough to the line and Giga Kick just was not going to get past him. And Imperatrice was fantastic. <laughs> Admittedly, the race set up lovely for her, the way it panned out. And she's rightfully uh, an odds-on favourite for Friday night. How do you turn the tables on her? Obviously, you'll be you know a fair way in front of Imperatrice. You'd think so. I, I mean, you've got to remember that they did run a track record time. So, and I suppose that's why... The connections of Giga Kick were, you know, stunned that Willow took off when he did because they were rolling along at breakneck speed and he, he took off when he did. And, and Blake, as he said, had to go with him. So whether or not Imperatrice gets that same sort of run, I think the barrier draws out later today are going to be crucial to the position that the horse has taken the race. And, you know, with Zoo Style and Amakula there, it's likely to be a, a hot tempo again. Identical sectional to Giga Kick to the last 211.33 there with Roth Fire. And there's been Everest talk with him twice already, hasn't there, where he's missed the race. He, he would have run it if he won that Golden Rose when he broke down as a short price favourite. And I think um, the next year or two years later, he was to be in the race. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, no. It's, uh, <laughs> we've, uh, we've had two cracks and running in the Everest. We were in both times. We were selected. He was uh, an odds-on favourite for the, the Golden Rose. You know, a couple of weeks prior to the Everest, and that's when he suffered the sesamoid injury. And then two years later, 
I ran him in the, the shorts and he ran well. That was his first run from uh, from obviously the long injury break, the rehab, and then I wasn't happy with his performance in the Premier State, so we elected to pull the pin as the slot holder did. It was James Kennedy at the time, so yeah, maybe, maybe third time lucky. Yeah, we'll that was up behind Mars Crusader, wasn't it? So look, if he doesn't get in, what are your plans with him, Rothfire, beyond the weekend? My plan, my plan was always the Manicato. Um, you know, that's that's the, the track Mooney Valley. He he races so well there because it's a similar. It's that sand profile track that we have at home at Eagle Farm. So uh, he's he's gone down there and he's adapted well to the racing on, on the Mooney Valley track. So, you know, I've, <clears throat> the 14th also has the Skilachi. Whether or not we go straight from the Moya to the Manicato and, and I give him a little jump out of Flemington or, or maybe whip him across town and run him in the in the Skilachi, that, that's yet to be determined. We'll wait and see what happens Friday night. All right. And then what are your plans, uh, maybe a preparation next time around? When he may run oh, again. Certainly, certainly back up here at home. He, he's not a Magic Millions horse, but there is a um, there's an avenue of getting into the Magic Millions, and as you may be aware, Stephen, that's the uh, the king of the mountain up at Toowoomba. So it, it's certainly <clears throat> certainly penciled in on his agenda. Maybe a, a run or two, maybe the king of the mountain, and see if we can qualify him for the Magic Millions. Yeah, the Toowoomba Turf Club would be absolutely thrilled with that. I was just thinking, Rob, two points I want to make with Rothfire before we leave you this morning. I know you're about to get on a on a plane, but everyone's talking about the lack of on-paces in the Everest overpass at this stage. Looks the standout leader. So certainly that's got to be in, in your advantage that he'll be an on-pacer in the race if he gets in. And also, he, he's finished second and third, to, or third and second respectively, to think about it in the Kingsford Smith and the Stradbroke. Now, that horse is short for the Premier on the weekend and one of the favourites for the Everest. Exactly. And when we ran second to think about it, we were conceding three kilos and, and barrier 15 or so. Admittedly, think about it <clears throat> was three deep, but he had cover all the way. So that that was certainly part of the initial discussions I've had. I think I think the form of Rothfire probably merits a, a start in the race, but... As I said, we've got a bit of water to go under the bridge yet. All right, we'll wait and see. Just a horse that can be competitive today for sure, running at Ipswich. I think you've only got the one runner, haven't you, Rob? Yeah, just the one there today, mate. Boldasare, he's, uh, he's a very well-bred horse. He was a bit headstrong and, you know, really worked himself up pre-race. And that's why we ran him in short course races when he first came to me. But we're giving him out to 13.50. And, and Tosh Murphy, the owner, he, he even suggests the, the pedigree could see us get him out to a mile and 2,000 metres. So we'll see what happens today. Yeah, he just raced with the mouth open a bit the other day. But that back to the 1350s a plus, I think, with him. I think so. Yeah, all right. And what about the other horses that might be travelling down? Anything else, group horses that you've got, Rob? Um, the girls, oh, well, Star, how are they going? Star Tontes ran a, ran a satisfactory race, first up up the straight, first time over the 1,200 metres. And she's shown that she normally needs a race or two. <clears throat> to come to her best. We're running her in the Rose of Kingston, Furphy Stakes. That's in two weeks' time in Flemington. 1,400-metre mare's race, so that will suit her. Um, got a runner on Saturday that excites me a little, and that's Ekaterina, the younger sister of Startontes, and she lines up in a benchmark 85 race. And if she were to run a cracker, um, I'm going to put a nomination in for the Silver Eagle. And then we, two right. later. She's very similar to Star Tontes in regards to size and just general ability. And she sat handy in that Uncommon James trial, didn't she, recently? Stunned me. I've never seen her jump so well. And her performance against Uncommon James, admittedly, James hadn't been 
you know, wound up at that stage. But, you know, it was a fantastic trial and she's since had another good jump out. Uh, she'll go into that race on Saturday and, as, as I said, that'll that'll determine where she goes. Mm, she's a beauty. 17 starts, uh, six wins by Russian Revolution from Fun Tontes. Thanks, Rob. Good on you, Steve. Yeah, Rob Heathcote telling us about the latest with Rothfire running on Friday night.